0: Hey, welcome back to the SBP Podcast Mobile Filmmaking. You're listening to the first episode of 2024. That is episode 171, and I'm your host, Susie Botello. Three,
1: two, we are Fade into film.
0: Hey guys, welcome back. Happy New Year. It's Ryan McDonald and Levi Austin Morris. I must, for transparency and truthfulness, admit that Joey's microphone went out. So he is with us, but he's only allowed to listen. So <laughs> We're not, you're not going to know. But um, but we love you, Joey. Even though you can't talk we to us, we love you, Joey. So hey guys, how's your uh, New Year's so far? I mean, three days in. What do you think,
2: Brian?
1: <laughs> 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 it's going good. Yeah, 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 it's going good. Excellent. Um, yeah. uh, let's see. Yeah, we have. Um, there's quite a few. Uh, I got a, quite a few of those film freeway judging announcements uh, emails, and nice. those are always addicting when you get them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've had, we have a couple of festivals lined up. I have a festival that I'm this in park city, but not Sundance. That I'll be going to here in two weeks and they'll be playing, um, made a horror film in 2022 called ancient evil moon's blood. Mm. And, uh, they'll be screening that horror Is film. Is that the there. werewolf one?
2: Yes. Okay. I saw mm-hmm.
1: that one. Yeah. yeah. That one so.
0: was, was, that one wasn't shot with a phone.
1: Right? No, no, we shot it with a Sony. Well, congratulations. First of all, on getting selected. (laughs) Depends on the project sometimes. And it depends on who's doing who's the DP. So on that one, we didn't
2: use the phone.
0: Levi, you just got back from Australia from another mobile festival. There, Yeah. Um, How did it go? Uh,
2: I really enjoyed. uh, It was it was incredible. I've never been outside the country. So I got to go to uh, Australia for the first time and just outside the US for the first time. Um, and it was really exciting. I learned how much I enjoy traveling alone, and the festival was really fun uh and we ended up winning best feature, so it was very exciting and nice Congrats. yeah thank you um and the audience response was super, super exciting. it was uh we were a very lively crowd, so um yeah. yeah, it feels very validating when that happens so yeah, yeah thank you, Joey. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: we've got such a wonderful community, global filmmakers. Yeah. And I just, you know, it's like a new year. It's like we get to do it again in just about four months. Yeah. We're going to be together at the film festival, meeting new people, making new friends.
2: Are you feeling prepared?
0: I mean, it's just so exciting. It's like a holiday. (laughs) We need a mobile filmmaking holiday.
2: I mean, I think your festival is kind of the holiday weekend for mobile (laughs) film, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, we were talking before about Levi's appearance into our film festival in two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, you know, and uh, here we are. It's 2024. It's almost
2: ten years. Wow, wow, dude,
0: we should be like besties <laughs> by now. Yeah, right?
2: except I didn't get to meet you <laughs> until twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one.
0: Twenty twenty one, actually. Yeah, even though even though you came back uh, with the yeah. tea. Which is, again, I'll just say it again, it's one of my, it's my favorite short from Levi.
2: Thank is you. Is the tea. I you.
0: love that film. And, um, and now Paralysis is just making waves and all those, all those wins will account to something.
2: Uh, we are hoping, we are definitely hoping to get uh, a distribution offer. Um, if we don't, we're still going to self-distribute. So uh, regardless, it will be available at some point.
0: We've got some really cool topics to talk about. Actually, one of them is pretty major. It's about this one thing that Ryan and Levi are doing, which is promoting their films. Filmmakers promoting films. A long time ago, filmmakers didn't promote their films. They would have agents promoting their films, right? Mm -hmm. But indie filmmakers have always, for the most part, been promoting their own films. There's so many creative ways to to, to do that. We've gotten so accustomed to social media as being the vehicle for all everything we do online, but there are other things like for example, Levi yes. and Ryan, this podcast is one vehicle for promoting your film. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And another way to do it is of course there's, of course there's media, but there's, um, I mean, uh, on social media. But there's also the fact that you can reach out to someone who has a publication, Mm -hmm. say, hey, will you write about my film, you know, or interview me or whatever. Another way of doing it is starting your own blog on your website, getting a website, starting a blog and writing about your your video, Mm -hmm. your films. Another way to do it, which I think is also overlooked is is public speaking engagements, looking for ways to speak. You made your film already, right? Mm -hmm. So you could go to libraries, you could go to colleges, you could, you know, try and get into classes and things like that where they will give you some time. Usually if you're an alumni, that helps a little bit and they'll give you some time to speak to the students. You're successful, you're in the industry, they're studying and you can share some tidbits and they always love to have someone like that come out and speak and then at film events, what are some other ways that you guys have tried? I'll start with Ryan, Ryan. <laughs>
1: um, it is one of the more challenging things and I wish that as well as I've done with it, I've also, there's a lot that I can see that I could still do plenty of. And um, I, one of the, one of the key pieces that I would say is, um, you know, everybody, yeah, everybody has their phone or maybe you're shooting with your phone and you're taking, like, your behind-the-scenes photos, but, you know, consider also reaching out to someone while you're making your movie to just be a dedicated on-set uh, photographer for a few of the days that you have. So that way, there's just somebody who, that's their focus, um, and you can get some great shots of yourself directing and the actors, um, you know, doing their thing as well, and we did that for my feature film, Married and Loving It, ahead uh, of filmmaking friend of mine and uh, John come on board just for to sh- to uh, do those pieces uh, so it gives a lot of behind the scenes stuff so while you are posting later on social media you have a lot of content that you can um, push out and then we also took the time on one of the days we knew it was a short day uh, for filming so we set aside time for each of the actors to step away and recorded um, kind of like just a behind-the-scenes like questionnaire about like What's it like being on set? What do you think of the script? Things like mm-hmm. that. And um so that we had some of that content to publish out as well. One things that I that I just barely did with my my last short film, um, the uh, the Frankenstein one, is start thinking of the poster ahead of time so that while I had the actors <laughs> I could take yeah. the photos that I would need yeah. in order to put together a poster because I'm always trying to then find it later. Um in a, a still frame yeah. or behind the scenes photos that we have. And I think that oftentimes when you see a poster that's obviously not done really well, um, it's pretty easy to see that that's, that they've, whoever that was, wasn't having the same struggles mm-hmm. that I was, um, when you're always trying to pull from a behind the scenes photo. So those kind of things, if you can think of them ahead of time, if you're going to have a poster, that's going to be photography, things like that. Um, yeah, previews your your poster ahead of time. Shoot the behind the scenes stuff that you're gonna need because so, you're gonna need these little sound bites to go along. Um,
0: I mean, you have studio lights and all sorts of things there already mm-hmm. where you can use them to, to to get like even group shots of mimicking a scene or something like that, just something fun like that. Well lit because mm-hmm. that helps a lot for posters because that way the more pixels, the the, the bigger you can blow them up. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, be just taking that time while everybody's together yeah. to, um, to shoot these things. Cause you know, your actor might be somebody who's coming in from out of town. You know, you're not sure when you can see them again and it's going to be hard to try to meet up just to shoot a behind the scenes interview with them. So try to grab that while you have, and then that gives you some small, uh, some small bites you can use. And then behind the scenes photography, like just have somebody who's, that's just their job yeah. for that day. Um, and helping out in that aspect because otherwise you're going to get a bunch of selfies. That's the other thing is, and those are fun too at times, but, um, sometimes you just want a great shot yeah. of yourself. Yeah. Like the
2: moment. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and something that's candid and not just always like a group photo where everybody's looking at the camera yeah. and smiling. Yeah. Um, and, but then it's like really after that, the, the bigger struggle, and this is something we kind of brought up a little bit off air is, and when you're a filmmaker, what's that line of being a filmmaker and now a content creator at the same time? Mm. And God, yeah. I would in a dream world, I would have somebody who's like an, an intern from the yeah. local college just handle all the social media stuff for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, because it's daunting to try to like constantly uh, be doing and, and
2: promoting yeah. and engaging and yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Constantly pushing that. And then on top of that, let's say you have a, like a life event, and you're like, ooh, I'm gonna add this, but it has like nothing to do with any of the movies yeah. that you're making and whatever. <laughs> she's like, Oh, and then there's a baby. Yep. <laughs> yep. But anyways, you know, tune back in tomorrow while we cut up someone and our yeah. um <laughs> uh so and then I fear I wonder, and this is I'm posing now just questions that uh, you guys can chime in, but like, you know, if you, you have your filmmaker account and then you have like maybe you started an account for the film itself. And then maybe you have like an account for your production team. And it's like you're trying to manage all three of these.
0: Yeah, we did kind of go over this at some point with the branding thing where I was telling people concentrate more on your own personal account than creating too many separate Mm -hmm. ones for films because then they fade out anyways. And then they're just Mm -hmm. sitting there and all your content that was fantastic is still there. Yeah. You know.
2: What I've started Um, doing, uh, Ryan and Susie as well, but what I've started doing is uh, specifically with Instagram is uh, you can you can invite collaborators. um, Yeah. uh, So I yeah. So I've been doing that with paralysis uh, to my main account where if I get, uh, you know, if it's something that applies to both and it always does because I'm the filmmaker and that's my film. um, I now uh, do it as a collaboration between paralysis and me. So it's on both profiles. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: I've been doing that with my personal yeah. one. And uh, just so that everybody knows, let's chime in with our Instagrams, right? Because maybe sure. people want to see what yeah. we've got on there. Mine is Susie Botello Official and the other one is Mobile Film SD. Uh,
2: mine is at Levi Austin Morris. And then the film's uh, Instagram is at Paralysis the Film. Ryan? Um,
1: yeah, you can find me at, at Ryan dot mcdonald dot filmmaker and uh yeah that's that's my instagram
0: so yeah so so instagram and and the other thing that i wanted to kind of ask you about levi is is social media the only way that you normally market or are you doing other things or or are do you have any ideas for doing other things
2: so i I, um I'm going to piggyback first off of something that Ryan had said. Um, um, so we, uh, for our, for paralysis, our producer was our behind the scenes um, photographer. So she throughout every shooting day was shooting stuff and it made for very interesting content um, for, I mean, specifically for us because we did uh, crowdfund and raise money um, through uh, a crowdfunding uh, platform. Um, it, it benefited us so that the people who contributed could constantly see updates on what we were working on and that we were putting the money toward what we said we were. Um, so I think that that's beneficial. I also think that fellow artists really appreciated that fellow creators really appreciated that because we ended up, uh, getting more and more followers, uh, based off of, you know, hashtags that we were using or, you know, um, like indie filmmaker or mobile filmmaking, like, uh, we, our, our page just grew more and more. Um, I also think that, uh, making interesting things, maybe not directly related to the behind the scenes can be fun for people if it's engaging. Um, so like, uh, we, we have the sleep paralysis, uh, demon in our film and I photoshopped her head onto a tiny, cute little body and I would like make little (laughs) things for the posts, um, yeah. just for engaging people I remember yeah, these. yeah and people thought it was cute and they thought it was fun and you know um but also the planning the poster thing I think is so smart it's something that we started doing uh that I started doing during the tea um we I, I had planned ahead of time what I wanted that poster to look like and every film since I have planned the poster ahead of time um actually I did not plan I I'm, I can't take credit for paralysis uh the paralysis poster I was still. Uh, considering, but we had set up lights for one of our shots, um, and it was the light coming through the back door, sort of like imitating moonlight and, uh, an actor was standing in front of it. And one of our, one of the people on set was like, Oh God, this is a really cool photo. And she started snapping photos of our lead actress in that spot. And then I was like, let's get the hag in there. And then I got over there and I started taking shots as well. And that ended up being our poster. Um, I just played with it, uh, and edited it. Yeah. So, so I think, uh, I think being open to moments on set as well, because we were in the middle of setting up a shot and it just happened to catch somebody's eye. And I saw that moment and I was like, this is so good and this is going to be the poster. Um, so yeah, being open to it, um, As far as things that are like not social media things, um, I'm sort of just entering that phase with paralysis, like we're getting to the point of self-distribution. But I will say, building off of something that Susie said, one of the things that we did is we reached out to various publications to get um, reviews to see if people were interested Mm -hmm. in reviewing the film. Um, And I think, I mean, on IMDb, I think we have seven critics film reviews, but I think, I think we probably have closer to like 10 or 13 that some of them are not on IMDb. Um, and then, uh, somebody posted the film on Letterboxd, which is another social media app for, um, films and people can rate and review them. And so like now users who have seen it at film festivals have started to review the film on Letterboxd as well, which is both there's there's a good and a bad to that like i think i think reviews filmmakers in general take it with a grain of salt um but uh but also like it, it's a great marketing thing um for us uh i think some of the perks that we came up with for paralysis have sort of grown legs and uh sort of given new life to our marketing so We had those little Haggerty Ann dolls that we created for uh, some of our contributors if they, you know, contributed a certain amount of money. And at this point, um, that has become kind of a massive tool for us in our social media marketing, as well as when we're actually at a festival. Um, We bring one of those dolls with to every single festival. And then during the festival, um, I think, God, when did I start doing it? It, Was it it might have did I did I I did I give it away at your festival or not, Susie?
0: I I don't remember. I don't remember. I know you it had might have been it. I know after that.
2: It. Yeah, yeah, it might have been after that. Um, Cause yours was only the second festival we were in, so I don't I don't know if I actually gave it away um, at your festival, but um, I I think starting at our third or fourth festival, we started giving away uh, one of those dolls at every um, every festival. Like, well, during the Q and A, or if there's somebody who seemed to really really enjoy the film. Um, and like we have a moment with them. We'll we'll let them have the doll. And then they ultimately end up posting it on social media and tagging us. That and, you is know.
0: actually a mm-hmm. really good idea. In 2013, I'm just now remembering this. Um, I still have this this thing. It, it's a it's like a plush toy, mm-hmm. basically. One of the winners uh, of the short films mm-hmm. back then, uh, the filmmakers uh, gave me they, they walked up to me and gave me this, one of the characters in the film. And it was, it was so cute. It was such a cute gift. I totally did not expect it, but that's right. It's sitting at the foot of my bed right now.
2: It ends up being a very memorable thing. Um, and I feel like it sort of adds to the experience. So at the mm-hmm. festival in Australia, for instance, what we got to do is uh, I during the Q and A, you know, we were doing that, and I'm like, oh, I do have this doll, and then the festival director was like, oh, let's do it like a wedding bouquet. So anybody who's interested, come down, and then Levi will throw it behind him. So it ended up being this memorable thing in general <laughs> at the festival, um, yeah. and the woman who won it like posted on social media, and you know, she's following both my page and uh, and the, the the film, but. Um, it's just something that like they'll if they. So I would call this
0: gamifying to, like, it. Call it what? It's like it's like gamifying your your yeah. marketing, like kind of making it like a fun game. Immersive experience strategy. Or, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Something people can engage with. Yeah. Well,
0: you made it into a little bit of a competition, too.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, I, it, it it was different for every festival, but um, yeah. And I wish I had the foresight to do it at every festival. But, you know, it's one of those things, like Ryan said, like. Indie filmmakers, it's not really something that you want to do and you wish you could certainly hire somebody to do it for you. Um, But uh, it is a necessity and it's something you have to get creative with. And so it's fun to think of creative things that you can do. Um, and, And it is very much a trial and error. Some things work and some things don't. We've had posts that had no engagement and I was like, great. Now we won't do another one like that, you know.
0: Another thing to do is going on that same theme of having a photographer to create content another thing that you could do is is literally create a documentary
2: ooh that's so much more work though
0: <laughs> i'm going to share again what joey did here with one of the films that he worked on which i put it i shared it on the on the last episode but for those of you who missed it i'll share it again in the notes here it's basically he and a couple other w- people that were working with him were shooting a documentary, basically, it was more like a vlog. We're telling their experience on working on this film. You know, they were staying at an Airbnb and then they were walking over to the set and then they got some shots of the set. It's not like a full-on documentary. Mm. It's vlog-style documentary in a way, but it was very well done and Joey uh, edited that and I know he can't speak to it right now, but... I just I just want to let you know that people do vlogs yeah. anyways. You know when they do their live, you know, talking head thing, but this this other way of doing it is a little more productive. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Um, I also think that uh, if you do go the festival route, really use um, your announcements as, you know, like you're your, like, oh, we got into a film festival. You know, that is that is absolutely an incredible marketing tool, um, not only for the yes. festivals and, you know, and they're putting on uh, it's a lot of work to put on a festival. So, like, they want you to. I have no idea what yeah, you are talking exactly, about exactly, right? Uh but they <laughs> they want you to share uh but also like it ends up being just an exciting thing to share with your audience and to engage with your audience and so I think um like updating your poster or you know like even choosing stills from you know maybe like unreleased stills that you know you haven't shared yet and and throw the laurel on there um just so yeah. it's like oh that's a new image I haven't seen of, of this project. Um yeah, I think I think yeah.
1: On on top of that though, like uh, you know, if you, when you're when you're submitting to a film festival, a lot of them always check to see if you know how much is the feedback mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. submission part. Now I don't condone every one of those on the festival fees per se, but there's a, some of them offer it as part of their festival. Sure. Uh, some of them, it's, it's like they're they just offer it just within any submission. Yeah. Some of them you have to pay for it, but. Um, and it's not always bad at there was a festival that reviewed uh, my feature film Married and Loving It and you can tell from the way that they reviewed it that they they just they would never have liked the movie to begin with sure. anyways yeah. like there's a certain thing that they just didn't get the brand some of, the, of humor some of the, or yeah, yeah yeah exactly like it was just um, but they almost irritantly like wrote like it has more F words than a Quentin Tarantino movie as if that's an insult? Hello. Yeah. Well, I think they
0: probably meant it as a compliment. Yeah. Right. No, I, I
1: no. Based upon the rest of the review, like you could tell that they didn't get the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. By any means.
2: So you should have worn that as a badge of honor and put that on your poster. It is. Like,
1: is it? It is. Hell yeah! on the poster.
2: <laughs> yes, use that it is. absolutely. poster.
1: I love because that so because that was what I was. I you know, I, I, at this moment still, it's the only feature film I've made. So I was in my mind going like, if you have one shot and I wanted it to be like a Casino or a Big Lebowski, we're just gonna have you know X amount of F word count. So yeah, um, so when I got that, as the person was like, it's just you know, and it has more F words than the Quentin Tarantino movie, and I was like, ooh, like you said that as a negative, yeah.
2: but. Honestly,
1: I love they that. they really did mean it as a negative. That's so huh? smart. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so it's the first thing you see on the poster. Hell yeah. Uh, so you know, you take you find a way to you find the gems in some of the sound yeah. that people give you back, uh, and where you can where you can use those to put on top of your picture, like yeah. you're saying, for when you go to post it, and definitely utilize the laurels as you get them.
0: You know, Jason. Jason said something about what a great festival it was, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, I quoted him on it and put it on as a quote in one of our, one of the articles that I wrote Hell about yeah. the festival. Yeah. And then, and then I did you, 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 in my podcast, you can always go back and, and, you know, it doesn't have to be your podcast. You can always go back to one of our podcasts, right? Uh, together, uh, Levi, uh, uh-huh. And say, you know, uh, hey, I like I like what I said here and just pull that quote and add it on to something. Sure. Whether it was something you said or whether it was something I said, you know, I sure gave you enough compliments. I'm sure you can pull something.
2: I mean, we do already have three on our poster, so I would have to use it somewhere else. Yeah, (laughs) right.
0: But for other people, sometimes they don't think of things like that. When someone says something about you, especially in a public um, format, like don't go, I I don't think it's nice to publish emails and things like that that are meant for you and messages and texts and things like that. But I think it's okay if it's put out by that person out in public, right? Mm -hmm. That you can take that as a quote. Look what they said about my thing. Yeah. You know, my movie. That's another one. Now, what about have you guys ever... This is something that I don't see anymore, that I used to see a lot, which is the postcards. I, people making postcards I po- for their oh, films. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: I, I brought yeah, I them postcards. to every festival. Uh, I I messaged or I sent them out. Um, yeah, so we, we definitely have postcards.
0: Beyond the festivals, though. I mean... Yeah. Because the people that are already there are already there. But yeah. what about, you know...
1: Well I also I I have business cards. So I have the postcards as well mm-hmm. with a QR code mm-hmm. to, to so people can find the film. Uh, but I also have business cards. So anytime I'm out and about when and we find myself chatting about the movie, um, then I can I can pull a business card and hand it over where they can scan it. Take them to the film at, and it has a list of the laurels that we want it has yeah. the F word thing on there. Hell yeah. Um then so so we and then like In a few weeks here, uh, in Park City, we're going to be having Sundance, and so like as I'm going up there for, as I said already, for another festival, um, only a few days before Sundance, like I'm I'm bringing I got a stock of photo of posters, smart, and business cards. I'm planning on littering that town with. Um, So if you happen to be Park City anytime that's around that area, uh, let me know if you see a poster. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I've had, Ryan, uh, there's Ryan.
0: also ways because yeah, you yeah. were talking about the the qr code something i've done it at, at events before was i would create a page on my website just with stuff i would want to say to someone at an event mm, that mm-hmm. i was like networking in and then i would create a code sure. qr code and uh, with a graphic or whatever and then just laminate it yeah. And then I would take it with me. And when someone would ask, because, you know, give I I would get business cards. And unless I quickly wrote something behind the business card or somewhere on there about that person to recall who it was that gave it to me, mm-hmm. I'd have no idea who that was. You know, yeah. especially if you if you get it, if you find it, you know, weeks later or something, ah, which one was this one?
2: Well, i went well, i created I quickly my always mine have was like
0: to do a, that.
1: it was a poster it was a business card size and i keep it in a business card holder but it's, it's, not, it's not it doesn't have my contact info on it it's it's a poster of the film and on the back side is like laurels reviews and then um yeah. and then the QR code but in yeah. that size um
0: but if you put the QR code onto a web page just a one single page with an image maybe some quotes of reviews and the, the embed of the trailer or something like all in one place, yeah. like people will scan it and see it right there and then. Mm-hmm. And I've done that. I, I did that at Comic Con and places like that. The other day, somebody I regretted it because the other uh, the other day I went out and I happened to mention mention the podcast with several people. And I was astounded. This is happening more where people say, oh, Oh, where can I find it? Mm-hmm. Where is it? How? And I can give them the URL, but I'm thinking I need to get, you know, create something like that for yeah. myself or where I can just say, here, scan the code yeah. or, or print business cards. I'm due for business cards anyways, but still, I think the QR codes are underrated. Yeah, um, I mean, you can literally open it up to a movie right there and then wherever mm-hmm. you happen to be.
2: Building off of what Ryan is saying, uh, I went to AFM uh, American Film Market with uh, my producer and uh, my lead actress just to uh, sort of... um
0: And you saw and you met up with uh, James and Caroline there? No,
2: no, 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 no. I met with them. uh, They were here for a film festival. So I met with them to go see uh, their film at the festival, um, which was fantastic. It's it's I mean it's unrelated to this, but it is a fantastic yeah. film and I think everybody should see it. It's very funny. And um, it's a
0: fantastic
2: couple. They're too. an incredible couple. I adore them. Uh, but yeah, AFM, uh, but we, we brought both the postcards and we have business cards also with a QR code to sort of bring, uh, somebody to the trailer, the, uh, the, the IMDb are, um, our reviews. Um, but also I think the main thing that I, just me in general, I think as a person and as a filmmaker, um, I received a lot of business cards when I was at AFM from a lot of different people. Um, it really is the people that I had a genuine connection with that I remember, um, that I was excited to share my project about. So I think, I think, um, and I know it's like, it's an exhausting and daunting thing, but like still focus on having genuine connections with people um, because they'll be mm-hmm. more excited about seeing your project. They'll be more excited about supporting your project. Um, if you're just schm- schmoozing, um, if you're just sort of looking to, uh, climb a ladder, it, it's, it's obvious, it's visible, it's, it's uninteresting and people are not going to remember you. Um, or if they do they'll remember you for the wrong reason. Another reasons. thing I've
0: seen on some business cards and things, photos of people and I never in my life thought about doing that oh, myself yeah. until I saw it and I was like this is how you remember.
2: I mean unfortunately ours is the hag it's not minutes. my face but uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, but you <laughs> Yeah. But you're the director, yeah. you're the filmmaker. Yeah. These are kind of the replacement for a business card I think. Yeah. And and I'm not I'm not in for printing. I'm not I'm not really I, I don't promote printing thing. I'm like, I love trees. <laughs> sure. So call me a tree hugger or whatever you want to call me. But I think the QR code is just perfect for that because you can build a page with links and embeds and things like that. Um, but if you're going to print a business card of some sense, I could tell you from my own experience, as soon as one of those cards that I had uh, from the many that I had, had a picture on It's like, Oh, I remember yeah. talking to yeah, this yeah. person.
2: Yeah. And I, I would you know? say another thing building off of something that you said a while ago, Susie is, um, taking every opportunity that's like offered. If it, if it, if, I mean, I would say not every opportunity, like, like, like I have boundaries, boundaries are healthy. Um, but, okay. uh, taking the opportunities, um, that, you know, that, that, inspire you or excite you or whatever. Like I I uh I know somebody, I worked with somebody who is a filmmaker about 10 years ago on a web series um and we've stayed social media friends, but we haven't really engaged with each other. And while I was in Australia, he reached out and he said I'm teaching students film now, um and I'm really inspired by your journey at, with paralysis and I would love for you to come and speak. Uh, to the students about the process of making this film, about uh, making a film with no budget and being resourceful and all those things. And so we haven't scheduled it yet because holiday break happened, but um, in the new year, I will be uh, going and speaking about that. And that is, you know, even though it's an educational thing for these students, it's also incredibly, uh, incredible marketing for, for the film, you know, and to talk about with people who are, future filmmakers and are excited about filmmaking so yeah
0: yeah that's what i was saying about you know basically public speaking yeah. almost yeah uh, yeah there's you just don't know who you speak with that who you take the time to to talk to and entertain and inspire with with what you're doing how they're going to respond and remember you later either yeah bring you up because people will bring you up in conversations when the subject comes up. I know I have a lot of friends from way back then who would walk up to me and go, Hey, <laughs> somebody at the Academy Awards or whatever shot sure. something. I think it was like that Sugar... What was that name of that documentary? It was about the artist, the the musician, the singer. Sugar Man. Sugar Man, yes. Uh-huh. When that came out and that guy won... An award, and they found out that he shot part of it—the ending, Mm, really—with with his phone. phone. Uh, People on my Facebook, I mean, I got all kinds of messages and things, and they were like, "Oh, we thought of you. I thought of you," and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah,
2: I mean, a lot of my friends refer to me uh, as like I'm the mobile film guy. um, Right. Because I make I've made a lot of films uh, with a mobile film or with a mobile, yeah, I mean, with a mobile camera. Yeah. Um, Mm. So. uh, I'm I'm not ashamed of that. Like that, there's there's pride in that, and I feel like it may, maybe maybe that's my brand. But I I I think I, yeah, that's not my brand. I have more to my brand. Um, yeah, I mean yeah. the the I, mo-
0: the mobile film guy is not like the most. I mean because there are people who get that. Yeah. Um. Now I was called a long time ago. Somebody on LinkedIn called me the the mobile film mobile film uh, diva, and I was like, okay, wear no. that
2: with pride. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, you, I know I say this to you, out of all people, you're like, wear it. Yeah. Uh But at the time I was like, I'm not a diva, you know, it's like, girl, it mobile girl, filmmaking. <laughs> 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 well,
1: I still, um people I went to film school with 10 years ago, when I make, when I made the latest short film, I still message them. And hit them up to be like, hey, remember when we were, you know, shooting whatever ten years ago? Yeah. Well, now I went and did this Frankenstein film. I check it out. Um, That's cool. So you still hold the connections and yeah. keep on networking, especially if, when you meet people from different places, like Caroline James. That was a, they they reshared my film across the pond. Yeah. Um, and you know, and it's just like helping get out of that little um, bubble that little bubble that you might be in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you're doing it right, one of the great pleasures I have is. Let's say I'm out in I'm out in town and I'm bumping to people who I do know, um, and they're already they're already juiced into what I was doing. Yeah, they can be like, oh hey, like oh man, I saw your film, or hey, like how'd that go, or how'd you shoot go? And it's like we're already halfway into a conversation that I didn't even have to start. Yep, they didn't have to like say because 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 they are seeing the content because I'm pushing the content out there yep. as well, um, so they know I'm filming something and or that it, or it's done or it's finished or
2: whichever or and when's so the next one coming or yeah, yeah 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 so if you're doing it
1: right then people should know people will know that you've been working on something yeah. that's going to be amazing that's coming up and that you're traveling the world with it or
2: and I, I like no, however goes. even even with what you're saying like I think like I mean it's kind of like but okay, F- rewind like to basically twenty sixteen i like I, i've I've been a filmmaker for a while, but in 2016, um I decided to uh really try to make the bulk of my money from doing commissions and art and stuff um because I, I I was tired of holding down these part-time jobs while trying to pursue my 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 film endeavors and I thought oh I'll you know I'll, I'll do painting for supplemental income and then I'll do my filmmaking and I got so sucked into f- to my painting stuff mm-hmm. my commissions and everything because people were asking for them that I all ultimately basically stopped working on film and I was so unhappy and at one point one of my friends was like well aren't you happy isn't this what you want because all I was posting was painting stuff um and I realized no like I need to be promoting it's also a little bit about manifestation you know like I need to be promoting what I want to do what 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 like like the work that I've done, yeah. you know, the, the project that I'm working on. So like I started, I was at, at that point, I was like, you know what? I, I stopped taking commissions. Um, I started posting like, okay, you know, I've got this many scripts done. I've got, you know, like I, I would like to go into production, you know, like, and just more, mm-hmm.
0: um, that's actually, that's actually a good way to get people to hop in. Yeah. It's almost an invitation. I'm working on a screenplay yeah. and then you get start to get messages from pre- people hey when you're done with or if you ever want someone's opinion or i mean if you're gonna shoot it that's literally
2: how i got my producer for paralysis like i (laughs) i I was i was friends we had a mutual friend and i met her at the mutual friends goodbye party when the when the friend was moving to colorado from la um and she and i followed each other on social media Um, and then when I finished the script for paralysis and posted about it, she was like, Hey, I'm a producer. I love horror. This is what I want to do with my life. Like, let's do this. And I was very hesitant. We had a zoom meeting that was supposed to last for 30 minutes and it lasted for two hours. And now she's one of my very best friends and we produce together, you know, like she's, she's absolutely incredible. Um, and you know, it, it came from literally a social media engagement. So, yeah
0: can't knock them
2: can't knock it can't knock it
0: (laughs) can't knock it and then at the same time keep keep a knocking yeah because you, you know that's the other thing too it's it makes it very hard so would you guys say that in a way even though there's a filmmaker is not technically a content creator would you say that filmmakers also do need to be content creators for the marketing part
2: i mean i
1: think uh yeah, yeah, you're no right. longer. If you're going to be an indie indie film director, like you're, you're not just the director, and you're not just the writer either. Like you are not the producer. Yeah. Even if if in Levi's case we had a producer, like you're here to see the movie all the way to the end, and that end yeah. is and is beyond its distribution too. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's not so. Uh, because content you know,
0: creators are are aside from filmmakers a lot of content creators like a podcasting is podcaster is a content creator creating content but it's not a film it's a podcast it's a show it's a program yeah and there are people who do that uh without having any connection to film but i think it's like ryan is saying that you get to do all the play all these multiple parts but they don't necessarily have to be part of filmmaking i mean they just come into filmmaking. They come in and they help uh, as a tool, kind of like, you know, even though Joey can't say it right now, I would love to be able to just have Joey answer about and share. But he shared it before that he cooks for the crew. Yeah. You know, he makes sure that they got they get their energy from food and he makes that food for them. And that's not a filmmaker's yeah hat per se. Right. Um,
2: crafties for cheap (laughs) crafties for cheap Joey crafties for cheap
0: yep so so there's there's so many so many things so probably at the beginning of all of this once once our listeners are listening to all these examples and maybe you're taking a mental note on these things you know going on to podcast articles uh whether you're doing online or in person events uh cards and and promo cards with QR codes or business cards speaking engagement at schools whatever it may be while you're getting all these things in your head going I could do this I could do that forming a strategy
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think is is the key to getting you there so you don't get overwhelmed how do you how do you because you you were bringing this up about being healthy about it how do you form a strategy you know, over time, like for example, during production, you wanna you wanna do something during production, it, especially the accumulation of your content, right? The photographs, and all those opportunities and little videos and whatever. So and maybe some promotion too, right? Yeah. And then after that, during post, you wanna keep keep up the momentum going. And then after that, as you're getting into film, but at some point. There are times when it's like timing is it's got to be like snappy. Yeah. Because things are happening. Right.
2: Yeah. So for paralysis, at, at least during production and just post production, um, I had actually sat down with my producer and we actually created a schedule of what we would be posting. Um, and so it, it was like a four hour meeting. And we actually went through and we were like, this is what we're going to do this day. This is what we're going to do this day. We, we were as, we weren't, uh, as married to it as, um, maybe the project itself. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Um, we, we were open to things changing. So if, if people were not engaging with certain things, we would switch it up. If people were engaging more with certain things, we would do more of that. Um, and then, uh, post the post project, it really is about, I mean, at least for me, like I, 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 I like to engage but I'm also like I don't want to annoy people I don't want to be like oh look another thing another this another that so it's it's more like um if if something is exciting if there's exciting news if there's movement if there's something um it's coming up with a creative thing to post in that moment um and so uh, or you know planning w- when we'll post it you know Um,
0: I just heard, I just heard uh, Joey's mind sort of say, you know, that quantity is important in this thing. I mean,
2: it is, it is because, uh, but, but I also like with that quantity, I think that there needs to be some substance to it. I, um, instead of just like, please go check out paralysis or please do this, you know, it's like, um, check out this cool thing or look at this unseen uh, yet to be seen behind the scenes or like, uh, check out what people are saying, you know, like it's, it's creative ways of, of presenting that quantity, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, so, all right, Ryan, what was your, did you have an actual strategy for yours?
1: Oh, probably not as well, one as well played as uh, Levi's. I know, that's. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I did. It, with Married and Love, I did, I did sit down and go. I was going to try to make a post, you know, try to do it daily. And it was going to be like memes that I would create. Yeah. For like on Thursday. Um, then it was like going to be behind the scenes on this day, things like that. Um, it's just, it's hard to keep up. And that's where I've. It is. It is. Gosh, so I would hard love to have. Keep consistent. Um, yeah. You know, somebody who's. Maybe that's their. Maybe that's the. Um, they assigned
0: it, job or something.
1: Yeah, but um, they'll do their assigned job for little to no money, mm-hmm. uh, depending on our budget. Um, well,
0: I think also th- there's there's a the thing about having you know one of the advantages that that Levi has is the group team thing. Uh, they I won't lie though. I am the together. only one who does
2: the social media, so nobody else does the social media.
0: <laughs> but you formed the strategy and the schedule, and you stay on top of it, yeah. right? I, I remember you telling me something at one point that you were taking turns on something. on not part of that. Uh,
2: it, it's probably when we were doing uh, when we were building uh, the the Instagram. One of the things that we were doing is we were coming up with uh, contests, contests, creative stories. So like, like every week it would be written by somebody new on the team. Um, and that was leading up to, and it was just like a fun little engaging thing to do with people, uh, leading up to the release of our campaign. It was how can we draw people to our page? And so it was like, uh, we were creating sort of a story as we went, um, and the audience could engage with it. Um, and, and we did the, the sort of hashtag, uh, challenge and the person who came up with the best hashtag, uh, ended up being the slogan for our film, um, which is sweet screams. Thank you, Jackie Pimentel for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, but there's, there's a lot of, um, fun and engaging things that we came up with as a team and even the perks. Like when we were coming up with the perks, we had meetings and uh, the the guy who's the composer for our film is the one who came up with the Haggerty and dolls and they ended up being one of the most successful things that we have. So um, it's just, yeah, like, like that was, you know, we had a team of eight. So I would say
0: also coming from my background in sales, um, there were a lot of times with just just promoting our film festival uh, by itself. Like sometimes way back in the beginning, it would it would feel awkward because I was with people and I could be at a grocery store and I would be with someone and they were like, oh, God, she's like networking at the grocery store, basically, Mm. uh, promoting the film festival. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, like, you think like, oh, there's a you know, like people have networking events. Right. Mm hmm. Uh, because, you know, you're going to find people that are all acquainted with that one thing, whatever that is, whether it's film or music or entrepreneurship, whatever it may be. But the thing is that you can walk out of your front door, walk down the street, go to the Starbucks or whatever, and there, wherever there are people, there is no reason. I I am the living proof of this. <laughs> It seemed like everyone that I speak to, some for some reason, has some connection to somebody who wants to make a movie,
1: hmm.
0: and they may this may be really cool for them, making a movie with a smartphone, or someone who wants to be an actor, and then I'm turning that, well, actors should be making movies with their phones and getting their work out there and blah, 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 you know. You don't have to go to a specific event yeah. to network with people. You have free people, free audiences out there. I've I've started talking to, you know, three people at a Starbucks and next thing I know, I had, you know, 12 people listening to me. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's because you just have to and this happens more when you're passionate about yep. your project, yep. right? Did you ever do things like that?
2: I mean, I recently started dating again, and I feel like every date is like me marketing my film. (laughs) They're like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm an indie filmmaker. Let me tell you about paralysis.
0: (laughs) There you go. There you go. That's the biggest, the best pickup line of the year. And we just started.
2: That's so funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but that is an audience. Sure. You know, what? And it started back when I would say, you have a phone. Did you know you can make a movie with a phone? Who doesn't have a phone? Yeah. Who doesn't have a story? Who doesn't know somebody who likes to watch movies? You know, things like that. Yeah. It's just a matter of, I guess, in a way, you do have to be able to engage in conversation with complete strangers.
2: Yeah.
0: But that's what you're doing in networking anyways.
2: Yeah.
0: So, guys, I think I think we've given everyone some pretty good... Absolutely. Good juice. Yeah, that that felt
2: very (laughs) productive and.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think you know, um, for for our listeners, just select some of these things, and and just start working on them instead of just doing the same things that you normally do or that you see other people doing. Try to try to come up with creative ideas of your own, Um, and, and don't think like you need. You know, a thousand likes for people to listen or to hear you or to remember you.
2: Yeah.
0: At you know, and to think of you and to contact you. And then when they start their projects, when they know how passionate you were about yours, mm-hmm. when they're starting their passionate project, they may contact you as well. Yeah. I have a know? lot of
2: friends who have reached out to me uh, since since the tea probably Um, Mm. asking for, that would be me Yeah, (laughs) Uh, asking for advice on, uh, how to begin smartphone filmmaking. So like, you know, I've, I've, I've certainly, uh, been a massive spokesperson, but I think that like, just in general being open to, you know, like once you start creating sort of that platform for yourself, uh, being open to people reaching out and asking those questions and yeah. Mm Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Listen to Fade Into Film.
2: And the Fade, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, listen to Fade Into, listen to the SBB podcast. Okay, guys, if that's the case, because I feel like we really rounded this up pretty well. I I agree. So go and uh, follow these guys and make sure you stay tuned to all the news that we're going to be coming out with on a timely manner now that we've hit 2024. I also want to let the filmmakers who've, been submitting films to our film festival we have one last deadline and that is january thirteenth. january 13th is the deadline and that's the shorts that's the last of the shorts (laughs) Hmm. Uh, to be submitted watch your emails don't want to miss emails from us Mm -hmm. yeah I'm, i'm really looking forward start clearing out the calendars even if you don't participate in the film festival. It's open to everybody.
2: I mean, last year and, we had uh, that guy come who wasn't a part of the festival.
0: Yeah, that's so cool, right? Okay. So do we have did you did you guys memorize the song that I sent you guys an email? This little song for the fading to film that we were gonna sing together in unison? <laughs> You're a liar,
2: Susie. You're a liar and you know it. <laughs>
0: wait it's it's not april fools in january no okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well there is one song that we always sing and that is goodbye listeners
1: bye see you next time